and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster army. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hey, Pat. Landed, Rich. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, we are reached Ultraman G. Yay! Can't reach the bell. All right, forget <laughs> it. So, uh, yeah. So, welcome to the Science Patrol, guys. We are we are going to be covering Ultraman Jeed. So, this is the Science Patrol, as I said, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Yeah. So, we just watched the first episode of the brand new Ultraman Jeed show. And from what Rich just told me, it's from two days ago. July Thank you. 8th. Crunchyroll. We're on July 10th right now as we record right. this. Crunchyroll is pretty great. Yeah, and it's that's why I encourage people. Everything. Yeah, that's why I encourage people to get on Crunchyroll. They're not paying us for this. I wish they would, but they're not. Um, but they're they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. They get uh, same day translations on some stuff. That's great. Yeah. So they're obviously now, working with the company right. to do that. Like, are they working with the Japanese company? I mm-hmm. gather. And the, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So All they're right. they're working with. That's probably how there's so much information already on up the there. kaiju. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Fair enough. So welcome to the secret base is the title of the first episode of Ultraman G. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so not going to be the longest episode because we only have one episode to deal with. Right. And. I was commenting with this on Rich, and I know this is behind the scenes, so we'll do it anyway. We're going to have to basically do these shorter episodes now, because we're only going to do one at a time. Right. We used to do two at a time, because they were ancient. Now they're brand new. We can only do one at a time. That's right. We're going to try to cram... We're going to try to do two episodes a week when we can, so we can keep up with our Ultraman X. Um, But it's not going to be every week. Yeah, it can't be consistent, because we actually have lives. Yeah. Families and stuff to do. Yeah. Do we really? Is yeah. that much to do? Yeah, I guess I is. have things that she yeah. wants done. <laughs> oh, those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all have that. That's absolutely true. Okay, so um, the first episode, as we said, uh, Welcome to the Secret Base, air date of 7-7-2017, written by Hirotaka Adichi, with, directed by Kochi Sakamoto. Um no previous episode, obviously. Right. Um, it's a premiere episode of this series. Right, right. So the return of Ultraman Belial had cast the universe into mayhem. In order to bring an end to the conflict, a scientist, Ultraman Hikari, developed the Ultra Capsules. These capsules contained the immense power of various Ultramen. Though they were small enough to fit in the palm of a hand, even one held the potential to change the direction of the battle. And yet, centered around Earth, the disruption... The disruption spread through the universe, resulting in a collapse of that cosmos, or so it was believed. That's how we open up. Right. And I said this right away to Rich, because he sent me the uh, trailer for this thing. And it shows that these little capsules, which are relatively small, yeah. can change almost... It looks in the trailer like it's almost anybody into Ultraman. Now, what you've got to figure is, okay, it's going to be this one guy... Because he's got transform- the gear. Right. He's got all the gear, so it's going to transform him into all different variations of Ultraman. The Ultraman X, they use the Spark Doll and the Spark Cards yeah. to change Ultraman to with different armor. Right. This time, they're just going to use different Ultramen right. kind of deal. Apparently, that was a big deal with Ultraman Orb, the series that comes between X and this one. Okay. That he could combine. Um, I don't know too much about Orb yet because we haven't gotten to it. Okay. But right, this is enough. this appears to be a, a 
more of a sequel to the Ultraman Zero series of movies. Okay, which I haven't. So seen. No, you have. I've I've seen some of them. Three of them. I think that's all there is. Is the I three? I think. And then, uh, and uh, which in itself was a uh, sequel to the Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy well, two of series. Course. Yeah, we not get slightly longer titles. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons I love this series so much is because it becomes so bellicose with its titling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the titles just get longer and longer. Yep, yep. You're like, hold on. I, I can add more to this. I need a breather. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. I, there are very seldom TV shows in America where you need to take a breath while discussing, while discussing the, title. the title. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So the episode starts with various Ultra Warriors fighting against Goliath. Um... And then Ultraman Hikari makes the capsules, and uh, in the midst of the battle, Belial summons the super extra dimen- the super dimensional eradication bomb, which is the first of many cool titled things in this. Oh show. yeah, this <laughs> you did notice that this has all sorts of cool titles for stuff. Yeah, which is cool. So uh, Zero attempts to help, but Ultra Seven stops him due to some injuries and the fact that the universe is beyond saving. So. Smash cut to the present day. Apocalyptic events are being... Uh, they've People on Earth did witness something. Um, designated the crisis impact. The disaster was at first believed to be a result of a meteor shower. Right, they said it might have been a meteor, and then someone, some scientist on television said, no, we've got this picture that shows it wasn't a meteor, and in the background you it's can see Ultraman Belial. Or Bilial, as they call him in Japanese. Yeah, well, we're going to call him Bilial. Right. We can't speak Japanese. Now, our hero, uh, Riku, he drops from the ceiling after trying to get a snack with the manager coming to his aid. The manager of the convenience store where we open. Right, and he says that he had jumped up to get a snack. Right. And the snack was close and enough to the ceiling, the ceiling that he hit yeah. himself on the head in the ceiling. So the, the manager kind of looks up and goes... Yeah. Yeah, I don't see you doing that, kid. <laughs> so he drops him a, uh, gives him what appears to be some sort of biscotti. Yeah, some sort of snack, whatever yeah. it is. And uh, they uh, then meet um, Haru's sister and niece. So I guess Haru is the manager. Yes. I guess yes, so. They okay. don't really go too far into who it is. Now, they uh, discover that the ice cream in stock is melted, but the freezer's still intact. So, the smash cut then to Riku's house, which is Nebula House, as we discussed recently right, on our... that was in the X, Ultraman X, that was where everybody lived. Yeah, that so was where the rugby just, team was. where this guy lived. Yeah, which I thought, well, lived, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they also say that he lives with an alien who can just... Looks a little like the old Dr. Garamon from Ultraman X, but he's black and he's has... Pega. Pega, yeah. Yep. Um, and can just kind of dissolve up and down through floors and disappear at will. Yeah. Basically. So, um, Pega, um, at Riku's house, uh, Pega decides to look at the, uh, take a look at night at the freezer, but Riku's like, no, don't do that. I don't want anybody to see you. You, know, you right. can get caught. And, uh, you know, people might get a little hinky to find out that yeah. I'm living with an alien. So, um, uh, Peg is sort of doubtful about Riku's nature as an Earthling, since his hearing is enough um, uh, to find Pega and is able to perform jumps like that. Right. 
And he, he basically says, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Because you seem to be able to do more than anybody else can right. physically do. Right. That's how we're led to that one. Right. So they're watching Dawn Shine, which I don't know if is a real show or not. Probably um, not. It probably is, dude. It's got to be old Subaraya stuff. I hey, bet maybe. you. I bet you. Okay, I'll go over there. I'll go there. We're going to, while we while we discuss and it, I'm just going to put on a, an old even tube this, TV. Yeah, an old tube TV. Even though this is this year where you figure by now most people have gone to flat screens because they're basically ridiculously cheap but this is an old tube tv and it's small and you sit there going why are they watching this show on that kind of television right okay whatever but uh i mean i'm just trying to figure if that's an actual a show or they just taped something else just to put on this show oh it's a real thing oh okay fair enough we'll get to that in a minute but uh it is a real thing. Go figure. Um, <clears throat> now, while they're watching it, Riku asks Pega if the legend of Ultraman uh, fighting against Belial was true. And all of a sudden, a strange monster appears in the city, uh, forcing Rika, uh, Riku, Pega, and his manager to evacuate the galaxy market for their lives before it gets smushed. Right. Um, now, the monster appears to be some sort of cross between Red King and Gamora. Yes. And they show... Just to move up just a touch. Mm. They show our bad guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They show our bad guy with two of these little capsules so he can become whatever combination of monster that he wants to become. Right. Which I thought was a cool way to do it because now we have to try to figure out what two monsters he is. Right. And then what two, and Ultraman. What two Ultraman are going to be able to fight him. Yeah, to be effective, right? Exactly. Um. So his manager decides to stay at the grandfather's house with uh, the two girls. Right. Um, Rika was forced to take shelter in an observatory that he was first discovered as a baby. Which was kind of a, a lame shot, but we had to let it slide. You gotta go with it. So him and um, him and Pega are outside having some hot tea and trying not to freeze to death when this little um, floating ball... If you've ever seen Doctor Who, it looks like the Toclophane. Yes. And yes. it comes up and fingerprints him. Yeah, scans it because he touches the thing. Right. And the thing zaps him at the same time. Right. And the probe confirms Rico as a B factor and summons an elevator that sort of just appears and then drags him into an underground base. Right. She reveals herself as a reporting and management system and declared Rico as the owner of the base. And she gives him several devices. Um, okay, so this is going to be a little tough, guys. There's a lot of... He gets a load of stuff. Yeah, he gets... Um, the one of them being a riser. And the riser allows him to transform into his true form, an Ultraman. Right, the Ultraman form. And basically what the riser looks like is just a little red handle kind of deal. Right, with like a DNA mixer in the middle of right. it. Like, yeah. And then it, he's got this thing on his belt where he keeps the capsules. Four, yeah, four capsules. A different thing on the other side where he can put two capsules into that, so that way he for can the slide the riser, riser across. Yeah. And you see it change one color as he slides across the first capsule, a different color as he slides to the second capsule. Then he makes his Ultraman move and becomes that combination. And holy butts, is it a long and complex thing? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Even though explaining it 
It's worse watching. Yeah, it's three times as long when you watch. Yeah. They're going to cut that down as they always do. You got to fight. You know, on the yeah. first one, they're going to try to give you the exposition. Yeah. This is how it's going to work. Yeah. So buy this now. Yeah. At least the first five are going to be him doing the full thing, yeah. so the kids can emulate it and and get the moves down and all right. that. So when they have yeah. to get their capsules and whatnot, um, so that's fine. Uh, so the monster disappears, um, and the strange man. In black, saw his black capsules. Who the heck translated this? <sighs> so he utilizes a similar riser to Riku and uh, does it again. Now, um, through Utom, which is some sort of thing that we're not really sure what it is, the computer, there's a camera on site where the monster reappears and the, the base says it's U-Tom. Right, and I'm, I'm, I kind of figured it was a YouTube, but they can't use YouTube because it's a copyrighted name. Oh no, I thought and it was some sort of like... Computer thing? Yeah, remote camera. That's yeah, either way. There. Yeah, whatever works. I mean, it's, it's they don't give a lot of exposition on that one, so it's basically, okay, whatever it is, we'll just have to go with it. Right. So they can use the coordinates uh, brought by Utom to send the elevator directly to where the monster directly is. Directly in front of the monster, right. exactly. So they send him, uh, uh, Riku dubs the computer REM, uh, short for remote management, and uh, he designates his original form as Ultraman Jeed. That is spelled G-E-E-D. -E yes. So we're going to have that GIF-GIF problem. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. But uh, they uh, so they send him out uh, because he's got the monsters now attacking the same town that the manager and the two ladies went. To. Right, right. Of course, because why wouldn't? Of course, yeah. It changed direction just so it could well, help the show. Of yeah. course. <laughs> we also witnessed two. I'm going to call them X Files light people. Yes, a woman yes, and a man who are watching this from a distance and kind of show pictures of where this thing is, so mm -hmm. that way he mm -hmm. knows basically where to go. Yeah, and that, that, I don't think they're going to be there involved with him directly. It looks like they're going to be the ones that will videotape all the monsters, so that way he can kind of know maybe which, so. way, which way to go. Yeah, maybe so. Is what maybe it so. looks I like think so that's far. the guy who becomes Zero from the credits. I think. See, I... Again, I don't want to say that... It was yet. so fast, though. It, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they cut through a lot of different stuff on this. The girl with the sword. Right. Who we see briefly. Right. And it, you're sitting there going, if you gave a little bit more exposition, that it would be fine. That is a nice Chevelle. It is, but the hood is up. You should probably put that down. Um, they get, I mean... They gave a little bit of exposition, but if they gave a little bit more, and you can see they're going to do it in the next two or three. Yeah, episodes. of course, of course, they got to keep you coming back. You're like, who's the sword girl? What's with these two guys in the dark sedan? Right. And this one, in now watching X and watching this one, crammed a lot more in with not quite as much explanation in the first episode. Yeah, it's a little bit more mysterious. Right. But they also don't have. A whole group of people helping him. Yeah, there's no Z. As of yet. Right. Now, we're probably going to get more people helping him, and we got to figure the two people that filmed are going to be in, somehow involved sure. in all the rest of the sure. stuff. But they don't go there yet. Right. We figure there's no government agency. Yeah. Like, almost every... Because, you know... People think that Ultraman is a legend at this point in right, this right. particular in this universe. universe. Okay. So 
they don't have a Zio or a Guts or a Science Patrol or, whatever, or anything or like. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, um, so uh, he transforms into Ultraman Jeed, um, and uh, fights the monster. Now a bunch of um, a bunch of spectators are watching, and uh, Haru recalls the giant similarity to Ultraman Belial's silhouette. Right. Um, now they fight in a great. Humongous huge stage. It's fantastic. A huge stage. Yeah. And then and this is, you know, seeing the stage as big as it is, they knock down the one building, and of course, having now seen all the different Ultraman, right away I go, Oh, wait a minute, they didn't build that one building that they knew they would break. Yeah. To the same specs that they build all the other buildings. Yeah, they loaded it with a lot of explosives. <laughs> right. So someone would crumble and you'd go, go okay. Alright, fine. Yeah, basically. And you're like, alright, alright, I can also it was a night shot, so it's possible that they were like, it's not going to be that well lit that we're going to need to put a bunch of stuff in here. Okay, okay, we'll let that fly. That could be. We'll let um, that fly. Because, and I'm going to let it fly because of the water. Because we get this beautiful shot yeah, of like a, a lake. Cool. And, of course, the monster pitches um, Jeed into, into the it. pool. And then they start fighting in this lake in the center of town. Right. Which was great. It was very, very well done. Yeah. They just had this pool in the middle of town. And as soon as we... Saw it. Rich said right away, oh, they're in that Someone's soon. Someone's going in that. Yeah. They're in that soon. Right. Don't know how, but they're in that soon. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, so then um, they're duking it out, and the uh, three-minute, the color timer goes off. Right. And this is where they do give exposition on the color timer. That right. You can only stay as Ultraman Jeed for three minutes. Yeah, Rem reminds him that that is it. You And then you can't transform back for 20 hours. Right. Holy smokes. And then I said that right away, I wonder if this same rule is now going to apply to our bad guy. You would think possibly. Because and we noticed that the suit had what looked like a color a timer. A color timer in the, in the middle of the of monster. The monster right? right, the monster suit. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to... Try to keep a half an eye on that. Right, right, right. Perfect. Right. What? Well, I'll admit that. So the um, he he's like, how do I finish this thing off? And uh, Rem says, well, you should know. Yeah, you're you're, all, you're an ultra memory. And he gets what I really liked was they're showing him, and it has sort of a, an imposition of the Ultraman in front of him. Yeah, like a face, like yeah. over, like it's in, in superimposed over him, like an over, outline yeah. over Which him, was which very, very, very cool, yeah. 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 Um, and it, it is the wrecking burst. Yeah. Come on, everybody. They, the again, wrecking burst. They give some names to this stuff. You're going, okay, that's cool. Yeah. We'll go with that. We're going to go with wrecking burst on that. Because <laughs> Pat's like, it's a specie rain. And they said wrecking burst. And he's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't say I was smart. It's, yeah. it's a fun name. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like Xandium Beam, but Wrecking Burst is something else. <laughs> yeah. So G disappears. The man in black collects his capsules that were all uh, blackened and smoked. Um, and we don't know if that means that they're destroyed completely. Right. Or if that mean, just means he has to reinvigorate them or how that's going to work. Again, right. that's where more exposition is going to have to come in the next week or two. Right. So then we watch, um, all the people are kind of watching a recap of the battle on the giant screens outside. And uh, Riku can finally see what he, he looks, looks like, like when he transforms into Jeed. Then uh, Pega and Rem are discussing who he is. And it is revealed at the end of the very first episode, which I was a little shocked, 
that they revealed it at the end of the first episode. Well, that he was the, the son, son of Ultraman Belial, which is the bad one. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that they told you that because now they're going to try to figure out is our bad guy the Ultraman Belial, right? And is this now his son, and will he figure it out and then fight with his father, fight yeah. against his father? So they kind of set up what's going to be the next episode. Well, I think he knows no, because he heard it through the communicator. No, they didn't show that. I'm thinking they did. I'm thinking he, because he had a face like, uh... Maybe. We'll see. So, um, then we had, uh, at the end, we had um, today's capsules. Which was well, no, they only showed two capsules. Right. you got to remember, the monster had two in and of itself. Right. Ultraman had two in and of itself. Right. So they only showed Gamora, not Gamora and Red King. Right. So they showed and Gamora the, and the original Ultraman. And the original the Ultraman. The esteemed original. Of course, yes. he's esteemed because he's the first. That's right. That's right. And we also had to figure, okay, what they're going to do is they're going to continually show different Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they actually gave Ultraman stats, which... We've done that's right. a number of times because that's what we do. That's right. But it, it was nice to see the stats again. Yeah. So we had um, we had uh, they had they listed Gamora as forty meters in height, twenty thousand tons, believed to be a surviving member of the ancient dinosaur species Gamorasaurus. Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> like okay, sure, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> we'll lots buy. of lots of ultras are in this. We're gonna go through a quick list. No, because if you go through the quick list every time, you'll be going crazy. Well, no, I'm still gonna go through the quick quick list. This all is right, easy. Go all right. for it. Um, Ultraman Jeet in his primitive form. Ultraman Zafi. Ultra 7, Ultraman Jack, Ultraman Ace, Ultraman Tara, Ultraman Leo, Astra, Ultraman 80, Ultraman Mebius, Ultraman Hikari, Ultraman Belial, Ultraman Zero, and Don Shine on TV. That's the show they were watching. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, um, here's trivia for this episode. Don Shine, the show that Riku is watching, pays homage to Toei's Common Rider series. This is the first Common Rider series? Yeah, Common Rider is a series um, that was done by Toei Studios, which is also part of Tokusatsu Special okay. Effects. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair and enough. is part of the Henshin genre. Henshin means transforming hero. Okay. Like that's basically what Ultraman is as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the first time in twelve years that an Ultra Warriors fighting scene took place on a body of water on Earth. The previous incident was in Ultraman Max 12 years ago. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, I mean, you did point that out right away. As soon as you, even as it was glimpsing past, he was like, oh, they ended up in that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Really? Uh, Yep, there they go. It was very well done, I give it to you. Let's see. Now, again, having just watched Jeed and watching this, Mm -hmm. I give Jeed opening show... More of the exposition than this one. Sure. And they packed more stuff into mm-hmm. this one than they mm-hmm. did into G. Sure. So I can see you'd really have to catch some other Ultraman show. Yeah. To watch this and halfway know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, you could watch it and go like, all right, you know. It, I the, think you you the X gives you more of a good jumping off point. Mm-hmm. It is better starting. If you didn't see any of the Ultraman shows before it, you could go from there and go, okay, I got this whole universe kind of deal. I can go from here. This one expects you to have seen other Ultraman shows yeah. to be able to jump in. Right, right. 
Um, by the way, Dawnshine is actually... Um, not much is known about this character right now, but he is the hero of a tokusatsu TV show that airs in the world of Ultraman Jeet. So it was filmed especially for that. Oh, they okay. Did it super, they did it super retro and old looking. Old looking, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. So that's pretty I'm great. Impressed, then. Yeah, I'm I like impressed. that. All right, so I stand or sit corrected as the case may be. That's fine. All right, here's our monster minute today. Uh, Skull Gamora. Uh, he is a kaiju in Ultraman Jeet. He is a combination of Red King and Gamora. He is a Belial fusion beast. Right, because that's basically that's how they're going to do it, is this Ultraman Belial mm -hmm. is going to have two of these monster capsules, combine them every time. Right. And then, like I said, the Ultraman is going to have to combine two different Ultraman. Right. So they're going to be able to use all kinds of costumes, all kinds of different monsters, all sorts of different combinations of stuff mm -hmm. to be able to fight. Mm -hmm. And at some point, this bad guy, who is obviously Ultraman Belial, is going to have to see what is... We have to figure his son. Right. And so they're that's, going to duke it out at the end of the series? Or? I, I don't know how that's going to work out. That should where, be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that should be the interesting part, absolutely. So, um, a little bit more on Skull Gamora. Uh, let's see. Sorry, guys. Um, paralleling Orb and Geed's similarly... Similarity in their usage of past Ultra's powers. The similarities of Skull and Gamora's components are as follows. Both are subterranean monsters that made their debut in Ultraman. Right. They both resides on both resides. They both <laughs> resided on islands. Both were proposed to be revived by Geronimon, but were scrapped and changed okay. to Duraco and Telestan. They made the returning period why, why is my English so bad today? You keep buying those new mouths I keep oh, talking about. Oh, it's so. awful. Well, they're cheap. <laughs> um, uh, they returned in Ultraman 80 as later generations, in Ultraman Max as their gigantic selves, as well as Ultraman Mebius. They are the only monsters whose EX forms were given suits. I'm not sure exactly what, what that, that is. is. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Powers and weapons. Rock throwing. There you go. Uh, the skull oscillatory wave, which we were seeing that they were he was starting to gear up for that. Right, right, right. He was getting a big, big wave going before we got the mega, mega super ray. Oh, now we have our answer. Skull Gamora can only remain active until the component kaiju capsules are overheated. Once he disappears, they will need to be cooled out again before they can be used. Okay. So they don't give any maybe it's that twenty-hour thing, right? I'm guessing it's going to be the same three-minute. No, because it was wrecking the city from yeah. Three he minutes. can he can do a lot more. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're going to have again. This is one of those. They're going to have to give us more on that. Hopefully soon. Yeah, and that way at least you have more of an in to what their f reality is going to mm -hmm. be. You know, trust me, I'm the physics crazy guy that goes, no, that can't happen, no, that, but giant monsters, good. Yeah. <laughs> now, Alien Pega is a Pegasa. Um, and that's the guy that helps him out. Yeah. Okay. Played by a lady, Megumi really? Han. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. Megumi Han. Um, there's a lot of people in this at the moment. Um, so, let me see here. Yeah, don't go into everybody because... No, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I definitely... Uh, what did you think of the first episode of Ultraman G today? Well, I mean, like I said, it's... 
not a bad jumping in point, but not as good as the Ultraman X jumping mm -hmm. in point was. And it does make you want to have, how do I put this in the correct tense here? Make you want to have had already have seen right. other Ultraman to know what's going Which on. Which is pretty great. That's like, that's a kind of a good, that's kind of an amazing thing. Like, hey, there's always we got a other. lot more crap for you to watch too, by the yeah. way. I mean, but like you said, with the Ultraman X, you didn't have to watch any mm -mm. of the Ultraman stuff before nope. to catch up. Wouldn't hurt, but didn't, you didn't have didn't to. Didn't have to. This one, you had to have seen other Ultraman to get into it. Now, maybe in the next week or so, it'll catch everything up so you'll be fine. Right. But if you're watching this for the first time, it's not a good jumping off point. Right. I, I think, think I think it's enough to keep you interested. Right. Right, but you're still going to be more Super confused. confused. Yeah, sure. But right. I think they're trying to shroud this series in a little bit more mystery with, oh, he's the son of the evil Ultraman. Okay. Okay, you know, I'll give it that. Thing. I'll give it that. Like I said, I liked it. I'm yeah. Like, they, they put a lot on the screen. The giant I like that they went that back to Nebula House. That was a that nice was touch. That was kind of a yeah. little touch. And, I mean, the giant set that they fought on was very, very well done. Oh, my God. They took time building that stupid thing. Yeah. And they showed when this monster wrecked through the city, they showed a superimposition of the city with a straight line of fire oh, man. going through it. And we both very sat there right away and went, oh, that's cool how yeah. they did that. Another great shot was um, when all the people are evacuating along the riverbank. Right, and they showed the and city. And across the, the river, yep. And there's the monster just traipsing his way through. Yeah, yeah. nice superimposition yeah. on that one as well. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they do take their time trying to make it look like it could be realistic. Yeah. Which I give it. I, yeah. uh, you know. Well, no, it's not. You have a you know you have a television budget and you have only so much to do. Right. So, but which they is do great. Cram a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, I give that. I give it that. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I should probably do a monster minute if I can on Alien Pegasa, which is Pegas. Oh, that's the the helper. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. He is two meters. Yeah, basically regular height. Originally appeared in Ultra Seven. Okay. Um, let's see. He can encase himself in a black shadow that allows him to suck in moving objects and take over communications. Didn't see that. Well, he did turn into black stuff. He turned into black stuff and disappeared and can go through like floors and stuff to disappear. You know, basically disappears, can warp through floors. Yeah. You know, but they didn't show him taking over communications or anything like that yet. Pegasa can disguise themselves as humans to blend in with society. Didn't see that yet. No. That might have been in seven. That was in, yeah, in the clear. He's been in a couple of series. Um, oh. Not this particular character, but his species has been in... Um, a few different series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in the Heisei Ultra 7. He's basically an Ultra 7 monster. Okay. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I liked him a lot. Um... Like I said, he reminded me very much of Goromon yep. of the X series. Yep. Just slightly smaller eye stalks and black instead, or yeah, green, yeah black instead. But of it was great. He was wearing sneakers and a yeah. hoodie and a hoodie. <laughs> so he's trying to blend in, even though if you were to look at him, you go, "That's all right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he tried. It he was tried. good stuff. <laughs> I like seeing. It's like so you, you really want to see Pigmon in a helmet. Yes. You want. To see you want to see Pigmon riding around in a car. <laughs> 
telling you, that's that's that's, that's the, the gold go. there, Subaru. Get Pigmon working with the Ultra Cleanup crew. Yes. And have him driving around in the car. <laughs> All right, guys, that's enough for the first episode of Ultraman Jeed. We'll be back with uh, the next episode. You hear will probably be a. Ultraman X. Uh, probably an Ultraman X episode. I'm not sure how this is going to fall, but we're going to, we'll figure it out, guys. All right, so uh, meanwhile, uh, be good to each other and Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.